White Sox, White Sox, go, 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 go. Call your sons, call your daughters. Holy cow. You can't put it on the board. Yes. Yes. It's a perfect game. Right after, grand slam. A White Sox winner and a world championship. Jimenez, he's your hero tonight. Thanks, Cubs. The dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know. Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence. You can follow me on Twitter. It is at Ecknerwall23. E-C-N-E-R-W-A-L-2-3 is the way you can follow me on Twitter. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill. And our show is called Locked On Sox on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube if you go there. You should subscribe, hit the notifications bell so you can know when we drop our next video. If you want to leave a voicemail, a lot of you guys have 312-566-8727. 312-566-8727 is the way leave a voicemail or LockedOnSocks at gmail.com is the way that you leave a email. Without any further ado, it is Chris Tannehill. Chris, how is your evening going? Oh, having a lovely little Thursday night here. Just wrapped up a very, very, very great session of playing Roblox with my six-year-old daughter. Any uh, dads out there know about Roblox? Uh, thoughts and praise. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, we are brought to you tonight by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On Rooms locker room it's changing the way we talk about sports yeah so apologies for our truancy yesterday <laughs> uh, when the socks get snowed out and we were looking ahead at already an off day on Thursday you heard us you know talking about what we were going to do on Tuesday night uh, that was a good time for us to hit the middle of the week uh, pause button you know uh, it certainly didn't have uh, you know to talk about things yesterday that didn't occur except Tony LaRussa and his and his and your means bad vibes uh, negative vibes the negative vibes from Tony and your mean that was the thing that happened but other than that there was nothing really to discuss but uh, a couple things we're going to get into today we're going to talk about uh, the sort of unraveling of the Minnesota Twins here and we're going to get to your mailbag here and we're doing an interesting thing here with the mailbag over the next couple shows here herb you have been so generous to our locked on white Sox listeners you are giving away a pair of your personal season tickets for the Sox game this saturday now just because there's a 70 percent chance of rain for saturday um mm-hmm. the, they can still have the the, the refunded tickets right the rain check for for a rain out or a rain delay yeah uh, those tickets have been bought and so once i transfer the tickets to you those are your tickets they don't i don't think they get refunded to me if they do i will forge you another game yeah we'll take care of you so you don't have to you know the person's not going to make you go with them right for the for the makeup game like that's there's no contingencies here it's a, they're they're free and clear right the the, the oh, pair yeah. you don't have to take me no definitely <laughs> you right. don't have to take me Just... and you know I mean if i'm available you can definitely invite me but you don't have to take me it's not <laughs> prerequisite of you winning these tickets these are your tickets that you could do with them what you want but don't act like an ass there because i might lose my season tickets before i even go to a game oh yeah don't act a fool out there up there and uh so this is uh we're gonna give away a pair of tickets for the best question could be one that entertains us the most maybe uh, spurs the best discussion 
uh, for the two of us, uh, or also just a funny one. Uh, but I'll start with this one. Uh, it's a fair question here from our guy Jay Crowley, one of my favorite people on Twitter. He is uh, the unofficial Locked On Socks math guy, which I thought you were the math guy, but he's calling himself the math guy. He should be the official. I'll be the unofficial guy. <laughs> okay, you're the numbers guy. He's the math guy. And he's also the official scorer of the 670, the score home run pool which uh, all the on-air talent and producers are in, the full-time staff. They are uh, a part of this home run pool. I have not looked. It's a long season. I have Aaron Judge and Jordan Alvarez, and you have who? You have Pete Pete Alonzo, right? Yeah. Who hit one tonight. Yes, and Christian Yelich, who sucks. (laughs) He sucks, but he hasn't hit any. He's been injured or sucking. One of the two. Um. So Jay Crowley asked this fair question with, with Herb donating his season tickets for a night. Uh, and will this endeavor just make you become too likable because you already have a dog and now all of a sudden you're a, a philanthropist and uh, Jay Crowley points out that he believes he is eligible. Uh, he didn't read the disclaimer though. We'll have to add that, that he's ineligible at the, at the postscript there. Um, but that's a fair question by Jay. Are you too likable now that you're giving away your tickets? You're like Pappy out here. No. Nah. <laughs> No, people still hate me. <laughs> My enemy, they still yeah, hate me. Your enemy. Uh, um, yeah, they, uh, you know, just, I'm giving these tickets away. My mom is getting married. I know she was getting married for a long time. They have had a long engagement, but she never really, like, pinned down a date because this is her third marriage, so she, she didn't want anything big and glamorous, so she was just going to do it, like, in a court. They changed their mind. They're doing a church on Saturday, so I had to, you know, abruptly get rid of these tickets and also you know i don't i don't want to be charging people i don't want to have people buy my tickets i know i can make a decent amount on these but i'm not going to do that i'm going to give it away to the people who listen who support us so people like myself can afford season tickets even though it doesn't cost that much absolutely that's a that's a great idea by you and a great way to get people listening and interacting because the, the email box was was choked with uh, with great ideas and great conversation which makes me wonder where is it over the course of the week guys come on we we ask for emails like, all the time and now we got to give like you tickets. something yes <laughs> yeah i get it i get it that's why we did it so and it, it the beak a little bit yeah exactly and it, it certainly satisfied uh, the uh, the 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 craving for good questions here as we uh, are approaching uh, two nights consecutive for no White Sox baseball with the Rangers in town uh, tomorrow, and we'll break that down in a little bit. But uh, real quick here, so I just wanted to mention this before we get to the Twins from yesterday. Uh, This evening we get word that uh, Shock G of Digital Underground has passed away. And I just want to touch on this for a second. He was an instrumental figure in the Oakland hip-hop scene, a founding member of Digital Underground. He helped launch the career of Tupac, uh, you know, appeared and produced couple, in a couple of my favorite Tupac joints. I get around in so many tears. Love those. And, of course, Digital Underground hits Do What You Like, Kiss You Back, same song. You guys may remember the the film from 1991 with Dan Aykroyd, Nothing But Trouble, Demi mm-hmm. Moore's in that one, Digital Underground with Tupac had a, had a small cameo in that. That was one of those movies that was always on HBO when I was uh, basically a latchkey kid at home uh, <laughs> during the summer. That movie was on HBO nonstop. I don't know if you were a cable kid 
Like I, I do, was. yeah. I remember it, uh, it was on all the time, and I didn't like that movie. It was a terrible I, movie. I, yeah, but I watched it whenever it was on. You know, just you know, something to put on in the background. But I always uh, enjoyed the digital underground scene. Like they, they really just you know uh, a shot of uh, life into that movie when when that scene was on. At least for me as a youngster. And of course, you know, you may remember him from uh, his alter ego, of course, Humpty Hump. And you know, you are the same age as me, roughly. The Humpty Dance, not only was it your chance to do the hump, but it was also, it was just one of the big hit records, like, of all time. Like, it's like, Hammers Can't Touch This, Ice Ice Baby, Humpty Dance, in the same couple year span, they're just taking over the nation. Everyone had, like, a, a Humpty Hump shirt, um, you know, that was back in the day where it was, like, you had this Bart Simpson gear, so it's like, a, here's a Bart Simpson shirt with a Humpty Hump nose glasses on. It was just, like, all these, the, the, all the 90s, you know, pop culture stuff just in a, in a pot, and uh, it just reminds me of just what it was like being a kid ar- around that time, so I don't know, uh, you know, just just great, funky party music digital underground and uh mm-hmm. shock g will be missed uh, but do you remember the humpty hump era when you were a kid i do i do and um i probably was like 21 until i realized that shock g and humpty hump were the same person <laughs> oh no what a, uh, I, what a rube <laughs> i might be i'm telling you i might be breaking some people's hearts right now they're like well, what yeah i was reading people on social media saying the same thing tonight they're like oh i was this many days old when i found out so yeah you know it's, it's what it is but uh it was it was a great uh great alter ego one of the great uh, alter egos of all time in hip-hop up there with mm-hmm. like cool keith and all his alter egos dr octagon and yeah, man, it's uh, it's sad when you see stuff like that, you know. So, but uh, definitely rest in peace to uh, Shock G, uh, and you know, just a, an instrumental figure in West Coast hip hop history. Um, so that Twins game yesterday, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I'm not trying to 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 grave dance on a team less than you know, like 20 games into the season because I don't think the I Twins am. are dead. Are they dead to you? We'll, we'll oh, get to that. Dead. We'll hold on to that. Uh, the Twins and A's game yesterday was a wild one. The A's are now winners of 11 in a row uh, as of yesterday. I think they were off today. If not, they're, they're playing tonight. But So Alex Colome comes in and blows the save for the Twins. And you know, bad defense behind them is really what did it in. But mm-hmm. Alex Colome this season has not been good for the Twins. Uh, in seven games, uh, in eight innings pitched, he has, he's just been horrendous. He's not been the guy... Uh, that we saw on the south side. Many people thought that the regression was coming for Alex Colomay, and you know, people didn't, you know, they wanted Rickon to trade him before the 2020 season to get something for him. I was among the guys that said, you know what, this team is not a guaranteed winner yet, so let's just see if you can get one good year out of Alex Colomay, and that's what they got. And now, you know, they make the decision the White Sox do to acquire Liam Hendricks, and they say goodbye to Alex Colomay. And uh, that's been a move so far that's worked out for the White Sox and not so much for the Twins. And uh, Colomay was always a guy who you realized, okay, this it's a very thin margin for error, and people saw the, the, that the regression was coming because he's a guy that relies on contact most of the time. Like his, his saves be, look almost effortless at times, and he was very efficient in what he does. You know, you, with that cut fastball, inducing a ground ball, lots of balls in play. But this year in 2021, just looking at his uh, you know uh, metrics here from Baseball Savant, you want to know where Alex Colome ranks uh, among baseball in terms of percentile in these categories, and you can see why he's been bad and why the Twins are, are sitting there now. 
near the bottom of the AL Central. As a matter of fact, they are at the bottom of the AL Central at 6-11, the Twins are. Colome this year, uh, his exit velocity uh, in terms of what he's given up is in the bottom three percentile. Ooh. His uh, his extra weighted on base average bottom fourth percentile. His expected slugging bottom fourth percentile. Uh, exit velocity is in the twenty fourth percentile. Hard hit percentage the bottom one percentile. So they, he's getting hit real hard. Uh, expected batting average bottom fourth percentile. Expected slugging bottom fourth percentile. Barrel percentage bottom fifth percentile. Uh, still not walking many. Uh, he's in the 79th percentile in that regard, but he's just he's getting hit really hard. His K rate's only in the 31st percentile, and uh, people are not striking, you know, whiffing that much. They're they're teeing him up good and proper. And uh, you know, when you have a bad defense behind you, which is what the Twins showcased yesterday in that win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Ramon Liriano saying the baseball gods looked upon them um, in that victory, where it was two consecutive errors. You know, the Twins were were up two in that one, and they lost that game. So just a, a wild start here for the Twins. And are you ready to bury the Twins here as we sit here on April 22nd? I am. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, like get him you a said, body bag. Yeah. Multiple. You set that up perfectly. Multiple things wrong with the twins. The main thing is Alex Colome and that bullpen. We saw a regression and, you know, everybody was like, OK, he's only got like two blown saves in his White Sox career. So you guys are wrong. You know, sometimes you nerd guys don't even need to watch a game. They need to turn on the TV and turn off the math. And it came. The regression that we've all been waiting for is coming to breakfast. And when you have a poor defense like the Twins did, and they're starting something called Blankenhorn out yeah, there. A and, uh, yeah. And, yeah, well, and Arise, Arise yeah, a rookie. Yeah, well, Arise was bad too. Yeah, Arise was bad at second. So I don't know if that was the reason they move Arise to third. And he was no and damn good at third either. Really bad. That was one of the worst throws I've seen from third <laughs> to first base ever. And. Given the circumstances and that ballpark, that's that's a run automatically, no matter what, because it yeah. wasn't close to the bag. But yeah, this is happening because Alex Colome did not get the job done. I would have loved Alex Colome coming back for the White Sox this year at a reduced price. Let me say that. I think I've said it before, but I'm glad the White Sox passed on him. Maybe not glad that they spent all their budget on a closer, but still, Liam Hendricks, I think, will be good. Um, I just think that when you have so few margin for error and are things that we've been talking about with the Twins, especially their stars, Byron Buxton, Miguel Sano have been coming true, and now Josh Donaldson's been hurt for a while. These things, they have a a short uh, margin for error, just like the White Sox, but they're not coming through with good pitching and timely hitting's not there yet. And if Alex Colomay is going to be the guy, I know he's not going to be this bad, but if he's going to be the guy who's, pitching 50 pitches in a, in a game and why are you keeping him in there what the hell is going on Rocco yeah Baldelli? he's not going to get better like when people are teeing him up and, and he's not missing any bats all he's not going to get better and just find a groove and settle in and like, that inning they didn't get a hit the A's didn't get <laughs> one hit they started with the guy at second because of the extra innings then it's walk walk and then the airs like that's that's piss poor that's really I mean they had a couple outs in there but that's really bad and I think this is not just a blip it's a loud loud screaming yell like here I am I'm here finally and the defense is not good 
Alex Conway is not good pitching. You saw Kenta Maeda get rocked the other day, and this is their ace. That's what they're putting out there as their ace. And you got to go back and say, oh, Lucas got rocked. I think that's the blip. I think the Kenta Maeda fall off is coming. Same thing with the Alex Kame. It's already here. Yeah, so the Twins sit four games back of the first place Royals, no less, at 10-7. and seven. And we, we talked about the Royals and how they were going to be improved. I don't think we saw this coming. They, they've, they've gotten uh, some production out of their young guys and – uh, Carlos Santana has been doing a nice job for them. As we saw, he won the game against the White Sox a couple weeks back. But I don't know how sustainable this is. I think this will be one of those things a month from now. They'll be like, ha, remember when the Royals were in first place? You know, I just don't think it's sustainable. Um, you know, overachieve, yes. But first place, I don't think that is, is in their future by any means. So you have a, a really erratic and wild division race going on right now in the AL Central. The White Sox sitting at 9-9. Nine and nine. The Indians 8-8 eight and eight as we record here on Thursday night. They're playing the Yankees tonight. I believe they just surrendered a lead to the Yankees. And the Tigers are at 7-12. and 12. So really, you know, White Sox need to pick up their play a little bit. The Twins, uh, man, at 6-11, and 11, this thing could uh, get out of hands quick. they got to get their arms around this thing. I was talking to Matt Spiegel today, and we were talking about Craig Kimbrell, uh, who's been one of the, the strong uh, elements of this Cubs team that's been off to an underwhelming start here. And we were talking about Craig Kimbrell is like the most likely trade chip for the Cubs if the Cubs seem to falter a little bit. And you heard if you watched uh, Sunday Night Baseball, Buster Only was reporting that they're going to make that decision about the Cubs and whether or not they're going to gut it down to the studs around sometime around June, mid-June. So not, they're not going to wait till the July 31st trade deadline or whatever it is this year. They're going to start – unloading pieces or at least make the decisions to unload pieces in June. So Craig Kimbrell would be a natural first guy that someone would trade for. And I look at the Minnesota Twins there as a team who could definitely use the services of one Craig Kimbrell, and I think that will maybe uh, you know do them wonders as far as them getting back in this race before it's too late. But by June, it might be too late. But I'm saying who the Twins going to be having as a starter. Like the fixing Alex Colomay problem, yeah. cool, that's excellent. But I think their their starting pitching we already knew was suspect when coming in, and I think it's been a little bit worse th- uh, than I expected at least uh, right now. They uh, pitching was optional the other day in <laughs> Oakland, so it was very weird to see a Minnesota team that's not doing the things that you usually see them do. But sucks the White Sox don't get a, a chance to take advantage of that I think they first play in the middle of May and they play them like a lot like May June July and then they last games are in August so it's gonna be fast and furious but I wish the White Sox were taking advantage of them and being some separation from them like being where the Royals are right now which we all know the White Sox have blown a couple games they should have won so uh, I, it's, I'm encouraged that the Twins are bad and the White Sox right now are mediocre and have people out and have had people out uh, that will be coming back at uh, making this team much better. We're going to take a quick time out, and on the other side, we're going to open up the mailbag and begin the competition for who wins Herb's tickets for Saturday. Uh, daytime game or a night game there for with against the Rangers? It is a 6 o'clock game. Okay, so Saturday night. 
and uh, in the park. That's right, exactly. Uh, so that'll be a fun one. Sox still have TBD going in that one uh, with Dane Dunning going for the Rangers on tough. Friday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this uh, this uh, under, under the, the 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 cover of night, Tony Larusa is going to unveil his starting rotation for the weekend. Ooh, hopefully we can be here to break it down. We'll be back. Open up the mailbag next here on Locked On White Sox. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by Locker Room. Welcome aboard, Locker Room. They're one of our new friends, new sponsors on the show. Locker Room is the live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and to use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders all in real time. They're perfect if you're going to do a watch party, a debate, a post-game breakdown, or just maybe reacting to the big news of the day. I'm hoping Herb and I will get to get down with the Locker Room app during the regular season and you guys can interact with us on there and then maybe even we'll share some of our interactions right here on Locked On White Sox. So all you have to do is download the Locker Room app and best of all, it's free in the iOS app store. All you do is create a profile, link it to your Twitter account and then join your preferred league. And don't forget folks, we want those takes spicy on the Locker Room app, okay? Download the Locker Room app in the iOS app store today. This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com. You know, there's so many different makes and models of cars these days. It's become impossible for your traditional chain storefront to stock all those parts that your car's ever going to need. So why endure that process of going into the store and asking what you think are dumb questions and you wait for the person behind the counter to check their inventory on their computer and they only choose the brands that they happen to carry? Why would you do that when you have access to a vast catalog of auto parts at rockauto.com in your pocket it's right there on your phone silly you know there's a lot of reasons to maintain your automobile i know herb and i are thinking about hitting the road here we're making our road trip plans for pittsburgh in june and i know if i'm going to be driving i want to make sure my car is running in tip-top shape you know we're approaching a couple hundred thousand miles on that thing and you know i want to make sure herb and i are safe on the road to pittsburgh so whatever my car is going to need to keep me on the road longer i'm going to go to rockauto.com and get those parts. And I know by shopping at rockauto.com, those prices are going to be reliably low, not just for me, not just for you, but for everybody. You see, because those chain stores, they charge different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers and professional mechanics, but not rockauto.com. Their prices are always reliably low. They've got everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. I think I'm going to need some new air freshener before we hit the road here with our, whether it's your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks. And best of all, it's delivered right to your door so go to rockauto.com now see all the parts available for your car or truck write the promo code locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com this episode of locked on white Sox is brought to you by our friends at built bar built bar it's the best tasting protein bar ever i've been telling you guys about built bars on this show for quite a while now and i gotta tell you they've done wonders for me in my personal Personal life. See, I gave up sweets and sugars and candies and cookies about a couple months back. And I've been using Built Bars to supplement those cravings because let's face it, for people like me, I'm never going to totally kick the sweet cravings. They've gone down considerably since giving up those bad foods, but I've been supplementing with Built Bars and they've really helped me keep me on track with my 
I don't want to call it a diet, but sort of like a lifestyle change. I've lost about 10 pounds over the past, you know, month and a half or so. Just, you know, eating the same foods I normally eat, but instead of those cookies and cakes and milkshakes, I just switch those out for Built Bars. And I'll sometimes have two Built Bars a day. I'll keep one in my desk at work, as I said before on the show. For the 3 o'clock hour or so, you need that little energy boost, right? So I keep one there at work, and then I have one after my dinner for a nice sweet dessert. And, you know, my favorite flavors coconut always right up there the german chocolate i think is really becoming my favorite flavor as well i just placed my latest order for my newest batch of built bars my 24 pack of built bars uh, i ordered my favorites coconut i ordered cookies and cream which is another new one i tried when i ordered my last batch and it's really good the cookies and cream by the way 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories and i also am trying out a couple new flavors trying out salted caramel and peanut butter brownie. So I'm looking forward to those. Peanut butter brownie by far has the most grams of protein in the Built Bars, 19 grams of protein. So that'll really fill you up with only five grams of sugar. Do what I did. Go to BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKED15, and that's going to get you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. That's BuiltBar.com. LOCKED15 is the promo code. So important. I've ordered before, and I forgot to put in our own promo code, so don't be like me. Be smarter than me, would you? Go to BuiltBar.com now. Enter promo code LOCKED15. Built Bar, it's the best-tasting protein bar ever. This year, the Lockdown Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Lockdown local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Lockdown NFL YouTube page to watch the three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. Herb, shall we open up the mailbag? Let's do it! A lot of emails. We're going to try to get to some. There's another email. I love email. All right, for those uh, people who uh, skipped through at the beginning of the program and didn't care to hear about Shock G, Humpty Hump, or the Minnesota Twins, and they want to send an email to us, how do they get a, an email read on the show, Irby? Send it to LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. You want to send your questions, comments about baseball, without baseball, whatever you want to write, we'll read them. Not all of them make it. LockedOnSocks at gmail.com. Absolutely. All right. First one here out of the gate. Now, this one was sent before the contest, but I think it's poignant nonetheless. And this is one of the ones that's been kind of lingering around. This is an evergreen email here uh, coming through from Mike in Portage Park. Love Portage Park. My old stomping grounds there. He says, hey, guys, with the exception of some like Rodon's no hitter, every game has been exhausting and ends up feeling like a loss for the White Sox. From sloppy play with games having multiple errors to games where big leads shrink in late innings only to hold on in the end. The small sample size has been blah with feeling like the team lost even after most wins. Do you guys feel the same? Have you not been totally satisfied as you usually would be after a win? Perhaps it's raised expectations for 2021, but it's been a maddening start. Thanks always for the podcast. That's Mike in Portage Park. Yeah, Herb, what do you think about this? Like, I, This is uh, pretty much on par with how I've viewed most of these games here in the early onset. You know, I me too, but after you know this whole pandemic, I enjoy the wins a little bit more than I used to, and I enjoy them as I am a process over results guy. I enjoy them more than I thought I would because of, you know, the fleeting um, nature of wins and losses. Sorry, was that me or you? Uh, I didn't hear anything. Oh, sorry. That's probably my, my thing. <laughs> yeah, I get. I just had uh, one of those interruptions. I don't know if it went over there. But I just feel that um, 
when you've had these setbacks in this uh, pandemic, that when you do get a win, you should celebrate it. And these have been tough wins. They've uh, been some have been been fun. You know, when you go out and do the things you do to Andrew Heaney and other lefties on the schedule so far, it's very fun to see that the doubleheader sweep in Boston. I've enjoyed that thoroughly. Yep. Now the losses, I don't take as seriously but then if there's something inside the losses like all the errors we've done in these games where those are the determining factors of some of these games or a continuing thing that happens and that we're not nipping in the bud when we need to those are the things that i get mad inside the losses the loss overall i get mad because it counts against the schedule and you'll need that loss or uh, when it's at the end in September, you're like, oh, God, we shouldn't have lost that game to Boston. It was really shitty. But uh, that's what I that's what I feel about this year. I know you're a little different and you're agreeing with our, our friend from Portage Park, by the way, is where I got my shot at the Walgreens in Portage Park. Oh, um, right there on uh, Pulaski and Irving or uh, the one on Central and montrose okay all right yeah so yeah i i, I kind of agree with with mike but although like i do still like i thought that i'd be recalibrated by now after the 60 game sprint last year like i really feel like i'm trying to calm myself down and i know like i'm just more like satisfied not satisfied but uh, i i take comfort in the, the fact that the socks they're they're hanging on they're treading water with all the flaws that we've seen and and a lot of the bad baseball that we've seen and the injuries, by God, the injuries, you lose a guy like Tim Anderson for, for almost that two weeks they lost TA for. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you withstand that and you're still hanging around 500. And we heard Lance Lynn just last week, I believe it was, before he uh, went on the IL, just saying how sometimes teams don't take off to like May or June. And with the, the veterans on this team, I think that's certainly within the realm of possibility. So you just have to tread water. You don't want to be the Minnesota Twins, which is why something like that is so jarring when they sit here at 6-11. and 11. Like that is something that could spiral out of control quickly. You know, you're, you're five games under right now. Next thing you know, that turns into 10, and you're like, what the hell happened in the season? It becomes a lost year, you know? So the Sox, they've done a great job of treading water and staying in the mix, you know, because you can't let this thing get too far out of control when you're not playing great baseball, which, you know, they've cleaned it up considerably since the first couple weeks, but I do find just like they they don't play a lot of clean games, the White Sox, uh, as far as... Uh, on the defensive end, like we, mm-hmm. the, the, the game last, the last game that we that we talked about in Cleveland, that should have been uh, a satisfying game with Carlos Rodon going deep in that ball game. The bats come alive, but you know they they just offended my baseball sensibilities again with Nick Madrigal's error and and Grandal's catcher interference. Like these are all just sloppy things that just make for uh, an aesthetically unpleasing brand of baseball. So I do get frustrated in that regard, but I do have to remind myself constantly like, okay, there's still 500 going into Friday's uh, game against the Rangers. So just calm down. They're going to be fine. I think. And, uh, we're, which leads us nicely into this next question here, which I'll get to in a second when we talk about the bullpen, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's not fun. Like even you, you had a pretty good feeling they were going to win that game on Monday and hang on or Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday and hang on against Cleveland, but just like you know, slowly but surely, it was it was like death by you know a thousand cuts with that game. Like you know, you thought eventually they were gonna uh, break, but they didn't. So that that's a good thing. Is they, they're in all of these games, Herb, except for Monday's disaster on Patriots Day and Happy Belated Patriots Day for those of you listening. Um, you know that that was the lone game I believe that they weren't competitive in from 
go. You know, so that's an encouraging sign. Their losses, they don't they don't get boat raced too much, if ever. I'm trying to remember if you know the the Seattle series. You know, they had an ugly loss there, and mm-hmm. you know, so it's not it's few and far between with this team. They're competitive. And so ultimately, if you're in those games, you just have to learn how to win those games. And I think the offense is is starting to click a little bit and we won't have to talk as much about, you know, situational hitting because they're going to put up enough runs where they can overcome that. They still have to improve in those areas of getting those runners in from third base and moving runners over uh, in the in the late portions of the ball game, because we see these these games are very close late. Uh, because of the bullpen and uh, the starting pitching has not been what we thought it was going to be just yet. But, yeah, it's it's definitely frustrating for sure, Mike. And uh, it's been, email's been on my mind all week. So uh, with that, this parlays perfectly into this next email here is uh, from G-Hawk uh, at the Rec 23 on Twitter. It's our first Twitter submission uh, for the contest here. When do you guys think we will see the lockdown bullpen everyone thought the White Sox had? Um, so I'll just, I'll take it from here cause it goes along with what I was saying in, in the, the previous email, you know, the, the bullpen getting solidified is going to help this team with, with stuff like that. Because I, as I look at the bullpen now, our, our biggest concern was, you know, at the beginning of the year was Liam Hendricks and his usage and him, you know, not getting enough opportunities to pitch, but seeing him come in, close out that game Tuesday, seeing him close out two games in one day on Sunday, that's encouraging. He's a guy that looks like he, he enjoys pitching and the more he's out there the better he's going to be the better command of that of that slider he's going to have and the better he can locate that fastball so you, you you look at all these guys in the bullpen and you cross them off your lists of concerns Hendricks not a concern for me anymore uh, Evan Marshall after a shaky start not really a concern anymore uh, Matt Foster has been kind of underwhelming but he's been in some tough spots this year but I still have faith in him because uh, I think the stuff still plays um, crochet is a concern and you can you can elaborate on any of these but I'm just going down the, the list here bummer they've got to get bummer going uh, yep. Cody Hoyer's been worked a lot he didn't look good the other night uh, in Cleveland and uh, Jose Ruiz is Jose Ruiz and uh, you know he won't be used a lot in high leverage um, people were outraged that he was used in that Boston series and me not so much and Michael Kopech we don't know what's going to become of him he's going to be in the bullpen if he's going to be an opener we don't know yet so you know what do you think about this bullpen Herb and how it's been performing lately and you think uh, they can keep it up and sort of right the ship here with the guys that need to be righted I think the bullpen, while not like 100% impressive, they're still a top 10 bullpen right now. If we're looking at Fangraph's uh, numbers, either XFIP or WAR, they're still a top 10 uh, relieving core. We've had some bad times, you know, uh, the Matt Foster time out there in Anaheim. We've had people faltered, like you just mentioned, and Cody Hoyer, but we're just talking about Minnesota and Alex Colomay, who's pitching to contact, not striking a lot of guys out. You know, these guys for the White Sox have a lot of swing and miss guys out there, and they haven't been performing at their peak powers. You know, Cordy has been. He's been great, except for a couple blips. But we don't have the strikeout pitch going as we thought as it would be going right now. Aaron Bummer's not the guy that I thought he would be yet, and we're still a top five bullpen i think those guys just need to settle into their roles like the kopech thing i think throws probably a couple people off himself the other people pitching you know where somebody else will be pitching those innings because he's pitching multiple innings when he does come in and then missing a couple days and doing the same thing uh for the next uh appearance that's messing up somebody's rotation usually would have if you're going to the bullpen 
or a guy come in for an inning plus, and then another guy replace him, and he's taking the job of two relievers. So that might be taking getting used to uh, for traditional bullpen guys. But I think um, they can write this ship really you know, soon. You'll see that they're going to be in better situations. Hopefully, Tony's understanding where he can use these guys, what situations, never to use Jose Ruiz in a high leverage situation ever again. Please, Jesus. Matt Foster maybe uh, relinquish his uh, powers right now and see if he can earn them back. And then, you know, use Liam Hendricks for multiple innings. And if it has to be the sixth or seventh inning, do it. Liam has no qualms about that. So I think everything is trending up for the White Sox. You've seen bad things for their bullpen, but I think we need to just step back as a person that says every game counts. Step back a little bit. Know that this team is going to get that situation fixed up. We'll take a quick timeout and we'll preview this Rangers series real quick next here on Locked on White Sox. Locked on White Sox is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football's over. Baseball's just getting going here. You've still got the NBA going. Lots of good opportunities to make some money in the NHL as well every single night at Bet Online. As a matter of fact, Herbie, Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV, and other types of entertainment. Yeah, I'm looking right now at the hot dog eating contest. BetOnline.ag has an entertainment section for the competitive eating. Right now, they have a bet up for Joey Chestnut eating. Over or under 74 and a half <laughs> hot dogs in the hot dog eating contest. Whew, friends. Um, I, I love 70, that. Should we do some more research on that one before we? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know his records like in the 70s, yeah. but he's getting older. Like, I think he he got his 75 is the last year's um, hot dog eating championship. So he's got that record already. I don't know if there's impetus. He keeps on breaking his own record. I don't know if there's impetus for him to keep on doing it because there's no one close to him. So he's battling against himself. To eat 75 hot dogs in one sitting is ridiculous. So I'm going under on that one. I'm going under for Joey Chestnut, 74 and a half hot dogs in the hot dog eating contest. Ooh, boy. Yeah, I'll have to do some more research here before I make my decision and plunk my money down at betonline.ag. But they've got everything. You can bet on... Uh, who's going to win the 2024 election already. You can place a futures bet on that. If you're into the markets, you can bet on how well or how poor the market's going to do on a daily basis. There's a lot of interesting things and lots of different ways to make money at betonline.ag. The odds are updated in real time, and there's props on almost anything you can imagine, as I just said. It's got you covered for the news, scores, and odds, and BetOnline is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, best of all. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts, and do not forget our promo code locked on when you sign up and get your 50% bonus at Bet Online. This episode of Locked On White Sox is brought to you by our new friends, a new sponsor. Welcome on into the show. 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced, limited edition designs at fair price points. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by the 10 most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagement, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life, and she deserves it, doesn't she? 
Banshee folks. They're available now through Mother's Day only, only at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Search the words 10 by 10. This collection features high-quality fine jewelry that will surprise and delight, and they're fairly priced, so you can give her something special and truly meaningful. I'm on BlueNile.com right now, and one design that stuck out to me is number 5, Lola Fenhurst. This designer out of Paris has crafted a quiet yet luxurious ring with beautiful ascending beads, which is a good metaphor for a union. You can purchase that ring at the 10 by 10 collection now at BlueNile.com. That's the number five Lola Fenhurst out of Paris. If you're on the hunt for the perfect unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 only at BlueNile.com. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now, featuring analysis from NFL experts like Michael Irvin, Jason Lockhanfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their teams. Search The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C. Why? All right, so this Ranger series, Herb, it's going to be a good litmus test for the White Sox here. It's a team they should beat, but with an interesting pitching matchup, which we're going to detail a little bit in the next episode. Yay, 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 yay. Uh, Dane Dunning is on the bump, and the Sox are TBD the the entire weekend here, and I, I suspect we won't find anything out until sometime Friday afternoon. Uh, but they've got Dane Dunning going Friday, Kyle Gibson going Saturday, and Kohei Arihara going on Sunday against TBDs. Uh, the, the Rangers here, they're 9 and 10, so they're in the similar boat as the White Sox are. Uh, these All these guys going have sub-3 ERAs for the Rangers this weekend. Uh, they're 27th in hitting in baseball and 13th in pitching. So, you know, this, this Rangers series is going to be a good opportunity for the White Sox to hopefully get right a little bit here. But this Dane Dunning thing on Friday, I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk about it a bit tomorrow. But your tickets are on the line here. We still have not given away your tickets for Saturday's game. So we'll get to that a little bit on tomorrow's show. Empty out that mailbag and we'll reveal the winner for who gets Herb's tickets. But uh, uh, any uh, any thoughts about this Rangers series coming up? Uh, you know, am I putting too much on it, or do what do you think? Do you think it's a time for the Sox to get right, or what? I think it is a time for the Sox to get right. I don't. Uh, Dane Dunning might present a challenge there. He's a good pitcher, and also looking for a little revenge. If I would say so myself, he's coming back as a team that is kind of given up on him, thinking that he will not be leading them to the uh, division title. Um, I, I assume I look at it right now that they might have like preliminaries and I'm just be guessing on this because of the days off and who was next in the rotation. So Friday will be cease. And then it would probably go Keuchel. Yep. You'd usually go, you know, to Lance Lynn in that spot, but you know, they switched st- uh, spots and then also Lance Lynn got hurt. Um, and then probably Saturday or Sunday will be Giolito with a full, like maybe almost six and a half days rest because he got <laughs> out early in that game on Monday. Yeah, man, should be a fun series. The Sox back at home. Hopefully the weather cooperates and it's supposed to warm up a little bit here, I think. And hopefully we see those bats continue to stay alive. You hate getting two days off there with the way they were swinging it on Tuesday night in Cleveland. So uh, we'll recap uh, that one uh, on Monday's show, and we'll, pre- we'll preview tomorrow the uh, Dane Dunning situation. We'll reevaluate the Dane Dunning trade and tell you why he's been so good here in 2021. So that's all I got, and, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, Herb. All right, that is Chris Tannehill. Follow him at 
Chris Tannehill on Twitter, me, Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter. Our show is called Locked on Socks. You can go there, uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. Subscribe and hit the notifications bell if you please. 312 is the way you leave a voicemail, and we'll have some for you in the next show. Locked on Socks at gmail.com is the way you leave an email. My name is Herb Lawrence. For Chris Tannehill, thank you for listening to this edition of Locked on Socks.